Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Game Time Decisions Lineup Lock Live. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenzi alongside Cam Stewart. Major League Baseball season winding down. Uh, no uh, DraftKings, uh, no uh, Fantasy Rider Cup uh, posted. We've got uh, NFL football tomorrow. We can take a look at uh, that. Yep. Uh, should be, uh, yeah, it's a tough game to actually read tomorrow. I don't know. I think it's going to be a weirder game. I think the Vikings will slow the Rams down a little bit, but there's still going to be points put up on the board. I think a Viking teaser looks pretty good tomorrow to the over. But uh, nevertheless, let's talk some uh, DFS. We didn't get into the NFL prices yet, actually, for uh, for week four. So I'd like to do that a little bit uh, here this evening. But what do you got for us today, Ken? Well, I'm putting together a baseball lineup game, but everyone's scratched. So I'm just kind of like basically like the puzzle putting in. Boston played an earlier game today, and I liked them again in the second half of this thing. But they're sitting a lot of their guys. Like I had Ben Attendee in there. So... As, as we're talking, we can go through some NFL stuff, and I'm going to put together a baseball lineup as well. I just need to do some cutting and pasting because I have three scratches in my lineup already. We're not going to miss this. Uh, it's almost over, buddy. Yes. <laughs> that, ho- that hockey and basketball is back. I've been keeping the baseball tradition alive. I actually had a couple good lineups, but uh, you said it. Even with my guys, like against Dick Meyer and stuff, like we're putting together, if you put together one or two lineups, you got to put in like 50 in these contests with main with main guys and then do do your picking ar- around those guys. And, uh, you know, it's tough to do. We don't have uh, the time to give you 50 lineups. But uh, I'm going to put something together for tonight. There's there's some nice options and uh, big games in Major League Baseball. We did okay last night. I had the Tigers as a dog, which was nice. But that Oakland A's collapse was a real punch in the bag. That sucked. They yeah, were that the did whole, suck. they, were, they, they were leading the whole damn game. Then Seattle scores in the eighth. They score in the ninth and then win an extra innings. Like, give me a break. And that's the thing. That line looks so weird. And stuff like that happens all the time. But uh, I'm going back to Oakland tonight. Gabe, one more kick at the can. If they lose tonight, then they could screw off. But I'm going to give them one more shot. Well, one of the hottest pitchers in baseball actually has been Edwin Jackson. And, you know, it's unbelievable that Edwin Jackson's lasted as long as he has. And uh, <laughs> I know. This is unbelievable that the Oakland Athletics are 12 and 3 this year when Edwin Jackson pitches. They're 4 and 0 in the month of September when Edwin Jackson pitches. Edwin Jackson has allowed two earned runs or less in 3 of his last 4 starts. <laughs> I know it's like nuts. it's, it's uh, you, like I said you, you can't make this stuff up. You know, like Bill Cosby's in jail, Donald Trump's the president, the Dolphins are 3 and 0 and Edwin Jackson's 4 and 0 in September. What is state of the world? <laughs> it's great. Know what it is though? A lot of these guys, Marenzi, what it, he's just learning how to pitch, and and that's the thing. And it's hard. It's hard to get a, in a guy's mind, right? When you're coming out and you're an absolute stud, and you come in, and you're blowing guys away with smoke and stuff. After a while, it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do to stay in this league? I got to learn a new pitch. I got to start nibbling corners. And some guys just can't do it. They don't have the patience to do it. But you know, Edwin Jackson's one of these guys. He's just. You know, it's it's a career resurgence because he's actually learned how to pitch. He's not throwing anymore. He's pitching, man. He's pitching. Yeah, he is. Uh, no, man, I'm pitching today, man. I'm pitching today, man. I'm pitching today. <laughs> and, uh, Esteban Loaiza won't be pitching today anytime soon, unless it's for no, the prison. No, no, For the prison That's league the prison team. prison softball team, yeah. yeah. They got a good team there. They got a, they got an ace. <laughs> so Edwin Jackson, $7,800 here this evening. Not cheap. Uh, that's on DraftKings. Not exactly a cheap price. Uh, for Edwin, but as oh. we talk about, very, very effective. If you look, you know, as a whole, a two run, two earned runs or less in three of his last four starts. Actually beat the Mariners 8-2 on September the 2nd. And how about this? Edwin Jackson, he started seven times on the road, and Oakland are 6-1. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's great. <laughs> it's, 
I don't know. I almost want to put him. I, I almost want to put him in the lineup tonight. Like he was, he he was an option, Gabe. Like I may, maybe I will throw him in there. There's there's a pitcher that I like more. I was taking a look at uh, Jake Exoderizzi uh, for uh, Minnesota tonight. Uh, I like my Exoderizzi. Andrew Heaney, I think, is a good cheap option at eight thousand bucks for the Halos. Uh, there's a lot of mid, good mid-range guys. Like you take a look at the the pitching tonight. Degrom's thirty-two hundred bucks, but he's playing Atlanta, right? Newcomb, yeah, that's that's too much. Even though I love Degrom, Snell has been money in the bank. Like he's just you put him in there, but at twelve thousand seven hundred, you know, I'm trying to put up a lineup together with what? Like everybody in the lineup got to be twenty-seven, twenty-eight hundred dollars. You get a bunch of scrubs in there. Your boy Bueller for the Dodgers, he's still eleven thousand seven hundred. So Chris Sale, eleven thousand one hundred on the second game of a doubleheader. But uh, it's very, very expensive, expensive pitching tonight. So. I went kind of kind of the other route, and hopefully, yeah, like a guy like Edwin Jackson at $7,800 to me offers pretty good value. He can get it done, averaging 14.3 points. Heaney, 16.5. He's eight grand, or you know, Jake Odorizzi, like 7,900. Some guys around those those price ranges where their teams are favored as well. Yeah, I wouldn't want to spend a 13.2 on Degrom. Uh, Chris Sale's 11,100. Marquez, pretty expensive for Marquez, especially up there at Coors, 10,200. Uh, Tanaka's 9-5, and I don't know if Tam- Tampa were so hot, Cam, but ever since they know that, you know, they, they weren't going to make the playoffs, they seem to hit the wall a little bit. They have. And um, Tanaka, unbeaten his last four starts. Um, he only gave up uh, one earned run and uh, 14 hits over three walks and 21 innings uh, before the last game, in which he gave up five runs, but he still uh, he got no decision in that last game. Taking on Stanek here this evening. Look, I thought uh, that last night potentially the Rays were a live dog. Evidently, they weren't. The Yankees rolled them. I think the Rays, they had a nice run. They got officially eliminated from the playoffs. And the Yankees are trying to nail down home field advantage, too, for that that, uh, playoff game next week. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, You know what? We both looked at that Rays game. We're going, yeah, you know, sometimes uh, we look at value. If you don't win the game, who cares? It's still another lost unit, right? So I'm going to try to take the dogs, uh, be a little more careful, like, when I'm looking at these dogs late in baseball, Gabe, I see like today was a good example. Like you got Gibby's last game and the Jays. That one point they were. I'm on the Jays. It's not over yet, but they were plus 120. And by that, uh, by game time, it went to even. I know it's a good. It's a good spot for them. The pitching matchup going. Houston's throwing one of their worst starters out there, right? And what do they got to play for? And you're getting a home dog at that price. Detroit. Another thing we talked about Castellanos and some of the other guys. They've had good years. There's some guys on the Detroit Tigers that have actually had productive years. Why the hell? With the Minnesota Twins, with the with Moya going, the guy's not even a major league pitcher, laying 60 cents, and I'm getting the Tigers at 40 cents. So those are trying to be a little bit smarter. I'm with you. Like, I looked on the Rays last night, too, and I'm like, wow, plus 175. Sometimes I get blindsided by that plus money. But, hey, if you get beat down, who cares if you're a dog? Right, buddy? Yeah, I've never been a big fan of, uh, wow, it was the right side and it lost. Well, no, yeah. it wasn't. Exactly. No, you lost. Exactly. Yeah, it's just the right right side if you, if you end up uh, you end up winning. Win, winning the game. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, yeah ten, but the dogs have been pretty good. Ten, They've been pretty good in baseball down the stretch there, Gabe. Like a lot of those uh, like under-the-radar type dogs. You know what I'm saying? Um, two pitchers that have been struggling here, and a struggling pitcher tonight, uh, Cam, Zach Greinke. Two and six yeah. since the beginning of August. He's given up uh, three runs um, in, in the last start. Just, you know, he, he fell apart at the wrong time. If you're taking a look at the Dodgers here tonight, Justin Turner's 9-for-25 with two home runs against Zach Greinke. Yet uh, Stripling, Stripling's been struggling a little bit as well. Well, he can't buy a break, actually. Yeah. He just he can't buy a break. They don't seem to score when, uh, when Stripling uh, pitches. But uh, Greinke's really struggled uh, over the last month or so. You bring up a good point about Granky too, and we talk about, you know, on FanDuel and DraftKings, finding value for the price point. He's $9,400, yet 18.9, 4.3, 6.6. That's not going to get it done, Gabe. That's unacceptable, right? So he's pitched not at the top, top tier, but he's like the top guy in the second tier of pitchers, and you're not getting any value from him. He's giving up, yeah, at least three earned runs in the last four starts. So he's a guy I'd stay away from with the way the Dodgers are hitting, too. I definitely uh, have a pass on Granky tonight. Sure, he could pitch well. He's Zach Granky, but uh, his form is not worth the price. All right. So, have you come up with something, Cam? You going to put a baseball lineup together? Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I am going to put a baseball lineup together right now. I'm missing one guy, but I can do this on the fly, Gabe. I'm going to go with Andrew Heaney 
as my one of my pitchers for $8,000. See, at that price, I think that's good because Heaney had a 42-point effort against the White Sox, 10.7. I'd like a few more strikeouts. He had 12 against the White Sox. His last game, he got rocked. But other than that, he's been really, really solid with plus numbers. Lefty against Texas. I like the situation for the Angels as well. I think they're going to win the game. So I like him as my pitcher, averaging 16.5. Edwin Jackson, Gabe, you switched it. I was going to go with Jake Exoderizzi, but I'm going to go with Edwin Jackson. I'm going to take a shot with him tonight. Uh, seven strikeouts in his last game, too. He went five innings, only two earned runs. You talked about the consistency. Two earned runs, one, one. Yeah, his worst outing is against Texas. He gave up four runs in, the, you know, in three innings of work. Other than that, he's been an absolute stud. So I'm going to go with Edwin Jackson. So my pitching combined only cost $15,800 when we have DeGrom, one pitcher at 13002 Now we have to go with a different catcher because of the doubleheader tonight. But I'm going to go with Blake Swiart of the Boston Red Sox. He's actually got 26 DraftKing points in his last three, a home run there, an RBI. He's doing quite well. Also three runs in his last four games and three hits. Pretty good catcher. That's the thing about the Boston Red Sox. They're going to be sitting some guys tonight like Ben Attendee and some other guys. So other guys are going to step up and get things done at cheaper prices. So I'm going to go with him as my catcher. Gabe, one of your favorites is uh, the Carpenter. He's been great all year. And how, how can you not play Matt Carpenter? He's $4,700. His price has gone down a little bit. He's got 25 DraftKings points in his last two. He hit, gets a hit in every single game. He's got a home run in his last two, three RBIs. The whole season he's been, you know, his average is down a little bit, but he's still productive with a 9-11 OPS. That's important. I'm going to go with Matt Carpenter of the Cardinals tonight. Juan Moncada of the Chicago White Sox is an absolute stud. We've been waiting for him to become one of the best young players in baseball, and at the end of the season, he's starting to put it together. 19 DraftKings points, 13 and 7. He's doing quite well. Three RBIs in his last four games. He's got six hits in his last four games. He gets them in bunches, Morenci, and when he gets uh, on fire, he usually has a night where he can have a few RBIs, multiple hits. He's uh, he's a very streaky guy, and right now he's playing pretty good. We're going to go with Raphael Devers, I think, is a steal tonight for the Boston Red Sox against Baltimore at $4,100. This guy's been sick. He's got 39 DK points in his last four games, multiple hits as well, two home runs in his last four, four RBIs in his last four, also a couple walks. So Devers is doing everything right. Also a left-handed hitter is in a really good situation with the pitching matchup tonight. Brock Holt, we got another Boston Red Sox in my lineup tonight. I really like Brock Holt underrated his price has gone up a little bit because people understand he'll get it done right now Gabe it's set you can play him at second base or shortstop multiple two two position player 11 5 11 16 every single night he has productive productive evenings he doesn't have one of those zero nights he's been doing it all the like consistently getting hits he's got five hits in his last four sorry six hits in the last four games a double a home run multiple RBIs he's doing a lot of really good things for the Boston Red Sox they're a deep team and Brock Holt is very, very solid. I put him at the shortstop position. Now with the outfield, we got a little bit of money. I think Colorado, we were on them last night. Good pick by us as the Rockies got it done. I'm going to go with David Dahl. Last game, he had a run, a hit, a home run with two RBIs and 16 DK points. I think he can do the same thing against Pavetta. We have a nice uh, righty versus lefty matchup there, and Dahl can swing for the fences. Harrison Bader of the St. Louis Cardinals is very, very cheap. Darth Bader, he's been good. He's been also been really, really solid. I don't understand why he's $3,800. 14 points, 13. He's doing so many things. Multiple hit games, Gabe. He's got three doubles in his last four games as well. So many hits. He's always on base. Harrison Bader's a very underrated baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals. And from your Los Angeles Dodgers, Gabe, we're going to go with Jock Peterson. He's going to be my final outfielder at $4,800. He had a 21 DK point night against San Diego. When he gets hot, he really gets hot. That's the lineup tonight with an 849 OPS. I like his style. So we are going with Heaney, Jackson, Action Jackson, Swihart, Carpenter, Moncada, Devers, Holt, Double D, David Dahl, Harrison, don't call me Darth Bader, and get off my jock, Peterson. That is the lineup tonight. I like uh, I like your lineup. Uh, I don't have a problem. I'm I just... put it on. I put it on the fly, Moretzi. It's, it's getting tough with baseball with it these is. scratches and stuff. I'm so frustrated. Like, I wake up in the morning, you know, I try to put a lineup together. It's not just one guy now. It's like four or five guys. You know teams are trying out young guys from the minors. It's getting to be a little bit of a... A nightmare, right? So, I'm just surprised uh, yeah. you didn't take Heath Thilmeyer. I, I thought he was your guy. <laughs> which, who? Which guy? Heath Thilmeyer. Thilmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I when I when, yeah when when you start talking about your pictures, I was like, oh, I'm sure he's gonna take Phil Meyer. <laughs> oh, you thought I was really going dig dig into the quarter bin there at the bottom? How much is Phil Meyer tonight? Oh no, he's oh he's way down there, isn't he? Oh, we got no. Jace Fry is four thousand bucks per Dermo. That's actually for four forty two hundred. He won't get enough innings though. I'm trying to find this guy. I can't even find him, Gabe. What's his name? It was an Phil earlier. Meyer? It was an earlier game. Oh, earlier start. That's right. <laughs> Phil Meyer. Some real scrub pitchers on the board here oh, tonight, though. You're telling me. It's that time yeah, of the year look, right now. Take a look at these guys from like Gant down. Like you got Yakabonis, Mendez, Stanek, Chase Kelly, Perdermo, Jace Fish Fry. Yeah, there's uh, stiffs. Well, if you're looking, you um, if you're looking for some top-notch uh, projections um, and some, you know what. Drew Dinkmeyer doesn't matter. He's not weakening out that it's the end of the baseball season. He's on top no. of this. Yeah, he exactly. He's head, tougher than us. Head on over to DailyRoto.com. It's the industry's leading daily fantasy site that has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings uh, million-dollar tournament winners. Millions more and smaller prizes um, for countless subscribers. Check out the Go Premium uh, section. You can use the same daily fantasy line optimized to help Daily Roto customers achieve remarkable success. And if it's sports wagering you're into, check the uh, sports betting tab where you'll be able to use the same tools that have produced all these DFS winnings for Moneyline, ATS, game totals, player props, and everything else in between. Go to DailyRoto.com, enter promo code FNTSY for your special discount. DailyRoto.com, the industry's website where millionaires are made, literally. Also, our friends at Fantasy Factor Gabe, another Survivor tournament since so many people got gummied in the earlier one they got another one coming out in october oh good good yeah i'm trying to start a new one too but nfl.com give me some problems but i'll figure that out before the weekend <laughs> all right speaking of nfl we'll take a look at some nfl pricing and we'll talk a little Ryder cup From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, lineup block live. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabe Morenzi alongside the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. So we talked we talked a little uh, baseball, DFS uh, baseball, talking about Edwin Jackson, how hot he's been. But let's jump in and uh, take a look at the, the football situation. Yep. Uh, we've got a Thursday nighter, of course, so we'll have the single game showdowns uh, between the uh, the Rams and uh, and the Vikings, but uh, let's take a look at the big boy here. And uh, That's what I'm looking at right now, buddy, and there's a lot of value at the quarterback the full slate. position, my friend. I tell you what, yeah, I'm looking at the quarterback pricing, and it's pretty like pretty cheap. Guys. So they're exactly. all pretty cheap. Yeah, they are. They are very. Cheap. So look, Aaron Rodgers is the most expensive guy, and he's sixty-eight hundred dollars. I know. And he's kind of banged up right now, so I wouldn't be taking Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, $6,700. Unless Edelman and, and Josh Gordon are on the field. I tell you what, Cam, you look at the New England Patriots, there's just not a lot, there's not that much talent there. And over no, the years, not. they've done a nice job, Belichick, and they've always said, oh, they can, they can do it with anybody. That's sort of denigrating the players that they've had in past years. I think Belichick started to believe, you know what, I can do this with anybody. I don't need yeah. to pay anybody anything. I'm Bill Belichick. And you look now, dude, the other day Tom Brady was in the, in the, in the pocket for like seven, ten seconds almost. Oh, no, couldn't find anybody. Nobody was open. Like, nobody could get open. I saw a great tweet uh, earlier in the week. It said uh, Chris Hogan used to be 7-11 because he was open all the time. Uh, now he's Chick-fil-A because he's closed on Sundays. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of you know, buy into that. Now, Edelman and, Brown and Gord will make a difference, but they're not there this week. I'm not ready to think that maybe the Patriots win a game, but I'm not ready to think the Patriots are going to explode and put 35, 42, point, 42 points up on the board. 
I'm with you, Gabe. I think Aaron Rodgers, even at $6,800, is question marks there, so I'm going to pass. Tom Brady at $6,700 against that Miami defense with, yeah, with, with the offense the way it's looked, I'm going to pass. Drew Brees, you might want to take a look at. You're, you're high on New Orleans this week at $6,600. That's something we could like. And the guy that's caught my eye right now is Phillip Rivers. San Francisco banged up with no Garoppolo. I think uh, the Chargers are going to get a lot of possessions. We know how lethal things can be with Keenan Allen, Williams, all the weapons that they have, Gordon. I think it's going to be a big day for, for, the, for the Chargers there. I think $6,500 is good for Rivers. Um, you even like, uh, you're like Indianapolis. Like Andrew Luck's really cheap. Like if you think, you know, what the, you said the Houston defense hasn't been playing that well. Andrew Luck is $5,500. Hell, Andy Dalton is $5,400 against that Atlanta defense. They got a lot of holes there. So I see we could save a lot of money, Gabe, from the quarterback position. There's a lot of guys, the mid-tier to cheap guys, I think are really, really good. You're right. You're right. There, there, there's a lot of affordable. There's a lot of decisions to be made this week. Yeah, I, I, you're right. You might want to put a couple line Like, this might be multiple lineup time where, because I could see, like, there's like a Andrew lot of Luck. That's pretty freaking cheap for Andrew Luck. 5500 Even Russell Wilson. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Like, there's a million, like. Like, I love the matchups for the cheap guys. Like I'll tell you, crazy. the daily, but, you know, you look at the Daily Roto projections, they've got Mahomes as the number one quarterback again this week. Yeah, of course they yeah, He's the guy. Number he, two, he, Drew Brees. Number, number three, Deshaun Watson. I was actually looking at Deshaun Watson. If you think Houston's going to, you think you think Houston's going to win that game? They're going to go off. I do, I do. Sixty-three hundred dollars for Deshaun Watson is an affordable price. I, I, I can buy into that. Yes. I don't like Fitzpatrick against the Bears at that at on the road against. No, the I think he's going to have a no bad thanks. game. Sixty-two hundred. I see picks. Galore Ryan Fitzpatrick is averaging thirty-six point eight DraftKings points per I game. I know it's nuts, but uh, I have a feeling that turnovers are going to be an issue this week. Mahomes isn't part of the millionaire maker, right? No, this he's week because he's playing Monday exactly. night. So correct. Uh, so yeah, the price he got: Aaron Rodgers, sixty-eight hundred; Tom Brady, sixty-seven hundred; Drew Brees, sixty-six hundred; Philip Rivers, sixty-five hundred. I like that. Deshaun Watson, sixty-three hundred; Ryan Fitzpatrick, no, sixty-two; Matt Ryan, I don't like that at sixty-one; nope. Carson Wentz at fifty-eight, no, no; uh, Stafford, fifty-seven. And- not in Dallas. Wilson. So Wilson's play. pretty cheap at 56. I agree. I that like is Wilson cheap. 56. I like Wilson. He's on my list. Yes. But Wilson hasn't had more than 22 fantasy points in a game this year, and and it, he's regressed. The, look, the last two games he's had 16 and 15 fantasy points. Yeah, they get Baldwin. I think Bald, isn't Baldwin coming back too? I think he's going to be playing. Uh, I don't really trust Arizona's defense that much. I'm just saying it's a good spot for him. I'm with you, Marenzi. I think there's better options. As crazy as this sounds, buddy, I got one for you. I got one for everybody out here. I like Ryan Tannehill at $5,500 against New England. $5,500. He's averaging 20 fantasy points on DraftKings. What's New England? You saw New England's defense against Detroit. They got a lot of problems, Gabe. Yep. Detroit in the first half, they could have murdered them. They could have put that game out of reach. They actually settled for a couple of field goals. You saw what they did with Carryon Johnson in that running game. I'm telling you. With Gore and Drake, and it's going to set up the passing game. I, I could really see Tannehill going off. And nobody's going to own He's Tannehill. Cheap. That's the thing. He'll be one of the least owned guys. That is an ultra-contrarian play, and I'm actually thinking about it. You know, Ryan Tannehill, now 10-1 and one in his last 11 games. Good for him. 10-1 and one hey, as a starter. 10-1 and one as a starter. Yeah, he's, he's winning games. He gets ripped on. What, what do you want this guy to do? The guy used to be a receiver in college. Now he's learning how to play quarterback. He's getting better all the time. This is a real big statement game for Miami, Gabe. I'd love oh, to yeah. beat New England. Oh, God. Like, they win this game. They're 4 No, They're, they're going to win the division. Yeah. <laughs> I got also a Miami bet wins over 6 And like, and I, like I said yesterday, year. too, and I don't know, I think we probably have a few Jet fans in the room. Do we have any Jet fans? It's all Giants here? Crickets? No, no Jet fans. No Jet fan. No? Okay. No, I guess Frank's like the only one, hey, that's dumb enough to be a Jet fan. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We got the night crew here right now. Yeah. The, 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 the day, crew. the day crew, the day crew. There's some jet fans. Is Adventure a jet fan? No, Adventure's not, huh? Just Frank, just Temple, just Temple, eh? Frank, Frank. Wow, it's amazing, Cam. You'd be surprised how little people are jet fans in New York. It's crazy. It's all Giants. Oh, no, like, no, it really is. Like, I, you, you go into Models. I don't even think they have any Jets jerseys. So they got a Sam Darnold jersey. <laughs> 
But, like, you know, you can still buy a stupid Mark Bavaro jersey for the Giants. Like, I swear to God, there's, like, 92 Giant jerseys, and there's a Joe Namath. And, uh, yeah, maybe a Keyshawn. I asked somebody, I said, how come you guys? And they said, who are we supposed to sell? I said, people don't come in here and ask for Bart Scott jerseys very often. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Now, now you see some Sam Darnold stuff, but yeah, but I don't understand. Like, I, if I lived in New York, like, no, I, I like the Jets. Like, what's wrong with the Jets? Like, I, I got no problem with the Jets. I if no you lived in New York, Cam, I would I mean, pay. You'd be a Jet and a Met guy. You're, you're not a front runner. You wouldn't be the no. Yankee Giant guy. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a Jet and a Met. You got that right. <laughs> you know what? There's a popular combo here. There's a popular combo in. Uh, in New York, and the fan. It's the uh, New York Yankee Notre Dame fan. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Yankee and the Irish? That's yeah. Not, wow. I, I'm telling you, they're all over it. Uh, they're at the fan to a sports more, book. They all got, got Notre Dame and Yankee. I, I tell I the guys, like I told the guy, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you Dallas Cowboy fan too? Like, you know, you do, like, you Duke fan? Like, can you be any yeah. more like front runner? You know, front Yan- runners. Yankees and Notre Dame. <laughs> front runners, yeah. Well, look, I mean, Notre Dame's playing at Yankee Stadium. There's a reason they're playing there. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, well, you bring up a good point. There's a, well, there's a ton of Irishmen right, in, in New York. Like I said, they've got our, our place. Uh, uh, I'm part Irish, Gabe, but I don't like the Irish. You got Jack uh, Jack Doyle's right next door? Yeah, I like Jack. I want to go to Jack Doyle's for a cold one. Sounds nice. John it's O'Sullivan's. Nice yeah, considering I don't have internet in my condo, I might do the show lo- with Jack Doyle tonight. I love, you know what the best is, Francie? I love how, like, I like like their stereotypes of the names. Like, I, like the guy's name, what did you say, Jack O'Sullivan's? John O'Sullivan's. John, John O'Sullivan, you can't get any more Irish than that. Yeah, on remember one the, side on one side of us. Sean O'Sullivan. Remember Sean O'Sullivan? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sean O'Sullivan for Swiss Chalet Chicken. Like, yeah, on one guy. side of us, there's... Um, there's Jack Doyle's, and there's a, the, the competition is uh, John O'Sullivan's. Except um, I bet you it's the same owner. It's, it's probably, probably the same yeah. owner. It's like a, the that's guy the way that stuff the, always works. The, yeah, the guy who owns the Irish Embassy, owns O'Quinn's and whatever. It's like, yeah, they're like Irish families. They own like three or four uh, joints at a time. Yeah, they got money. <laughs> Gabe, go to the running back position on DraftKings, and you'll laugh your ass off. Literally, the top ten guys. Alvin Kamara, questionable. Fournette, questionable. Mixon, out. Barnard, questionable. Yeah. It's all cues. Like, it, it, I feel like it's a wheel of fortune when we're looking at the running back list there. It's uh, very interesting. Uh, and Kamara's was, expensive. He's way too expensive. At $9,600. But the thing is, the guy's killing it. Yeah, like he is 46, 17, hey, and 37. You talked about how bad that job. I, I had Barkley. Barkley had a good game the other time, Gabe. It's surprising. Like for for a team with the shit, shitty offensive line, they actually. It's that's the thing about the NFL, right? Then they the guy scores. It's like what the hell's going on? Houston can't even get pressure on uh, on on the Giants, who have like one of the worst lines in the business. Saquon yeah, Barkley is the league? second highest projected running back uh, this week. I like him, but he's eighty one hundred dollars. Pretty pricey. He's about seventy seven. If he was where Elliott was or Fournette, I'd be a lot happier, but. Yeah, these guys aren't stupid. Uh, he's I'm not a big Ewok Elliott fan, but um, the thing with him is there's so much volume, Cam, with all, with Elliott. There's nobody else on their team. Exactly. He gets yeah, the ball you know, at like, times. Yeah, exactly. Like, I watched it. So, uh, me and Long Island Rage Kurtz is doing the updates on Sunday. He's a Cowboy fan. I'm a Seahawks fan. We're watching that game, and it was it was hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm just watching Dallas's offense. Like, Michael Gallup, he's going to be good, but he's not ready. They have Cole Beasley's a possession guy. Like, I was watching Dak Prescott in that offense. Everything, everything goes through Elliott. And, 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 and Seattle knew it was coming, and he still had a big game, right? Like, he didn't – I think he had 150-something. He didn't have any uh, – wasn't sure. Did he have a touchdown in that game? Or whatever? But he's just – that's the thing. You almost have to put him in the lineup due to volume because there's nobody else on Dallas that you can have confidence with. You know he's going to no, get didn't. He didn't have a touchdown against uh, Seattle last week. He did against the he Giants. He had good yardage, though. He had good yardage. Yeah, 127 yards, actually, last week on 16 carries. Yeah, he averaged 7.9 yards a clip. But he only finished with 18.8 points because he didn't get uh, – he didn't get that touchdown. He's pretty yeah. much averaging about 20 touches a game. Yep. You know, he's getting, you know, he's, he's 16 carries, three receptions, 17 carries, five, um, 15 and three. So it looks like they pretty much have him slotted in for about 20 touches a game. Uh, Dak Prescott's being pretty criticized right now because he can't throw the ball down the field. But you're right. The wider, the uh, running back position this week 
lot of injuries and question marks here. Uh, with Leonard Fournette, uh, Kamara, I expect Kamara to play. Joe Mixon, yeah. we're not sure about. Devontae Freeman, you go down the list. Uh, McCoy, Breda, Jai. Money's going to be won and lost this week um, due to this. Yeah. I'm telling you, one of these weeks, David Johnson's going to go off. That's, it's so funny you mentioned that. I can't, like, you're reading my mind. I actually have David Johnson. And no one will do right it because it's Seattle. They'll figure, yeah. oh, Seattle low scoring but and Steve, stuff. But It's not the same Seattle defense. You know that. Like, like I'm watching, like Dallas still had chunks of yardage with no with no playmakers in that team. Like, trust me, Elliot, they knew he was coming and he was still busting off like 15, 20 yard runs. David Johnson now becomes a good play because he's cheaper. When have you ever seen David Johnson sixty six hundred dollars? They're also at home against Seattle. You gotta believe if they find a way to get in the red zone, it's gonna be him. They've had problems with the receivers. Who's starting though? Rosen. He, he, to gain confidence, he's got to give the ball to David Johnson. Like, that's how you establish, help out a young quarterback. you got to give him confidence with a running game. I think David Johnson at uh, $6,600 is something people should consider, and a lot of people won't. What about Josh Rosen as your quarterback? $4,500. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big leave. Leaves you a lot of money. It sure does. It sure does. It'll you know, he's a lot of money. He's actually projected to be the uh, the lowest scoring quarterback this week. I don't think he will be, though. Josh Rosen, 12 points. I know the, I know the numbers are usually Sam good Darnold's going to struggle against yeah. Jacksonville, I would imagine. I agree. You got Josh Allen. Look, I was, um, you know, no, one, no one's going to want Josh Allen. We talked about it last week. I actually took him because no one was going to want him. Yep. Now he, he put up 16 points. Um, excuse me, put up um, put up 27 points. He's averaging 16 points on the season because I took him against the Chargers. That was at 15. He got 15 uh, DK points, and he was only projected to get 11. Yet you look at, you know, last week, 27 points. I told people, and, you know, I don't know if people paid attention when I said this, but I said Josh Allen can scramble. Like, Josh Allen is a good, he's a good athlete, Josh Allen. He is. And we saw that nice, impressive hurdle last week. Uh, last week, he had uh, 39 yards, only 3.9 yard a clip, but 10 rushing attempts. That's going to help him. It hurts in reality because he's a young quarterback, so maybe he'll take yeah. off a little bit too quickly than he should. But for fantasy purposes, it's going to get you a couple of uh, get you a couple of points. Uh, he was 15 of 22 for 196 yards and a touchdown uh, last week. And I think he probably has a pretty similar game this week against the Packers, to be honest. Yeah, and his price point and his price point is cheap. I got another guy who's really, really cheap who's in a good matchup, Gabe, and I'm not sure. I don't think the projections are going to like him. Mitchell Trubisky's 5200 bucks. The Bears are at home against Tampa Bay. We saw what Pittsburgh did to that defense. Tampa Bay's defense is awful. If Trubisky's going to have one game where he can actually, you know, light it up, he's 24 for 35 against Arizona the pro- for 220. Not bad. The problem was he didn't throw for any touchdowns. The first game against Seattle, he threw for two, but also had two interceptions, and he got 16.4 fantasy points. I think is that is a very, very cheap price for a guy that isn't a good matchup. Like, you could look at Allen or Trubisky. Hey, I, I just think going to Rosen's just a little bit too far because he is so raw, but I think you can find value at the quarterback position around the $5,100 to $5,300 mark. You might want to even take a shot with Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield intriguing coming into this game. and Sure is. Cleveland Browns are 3-0 and against the spread this year. I, I know. <laughs> I'm not ready to lay points with the Raiders, I'll tell you that much. I don't have confidence laying, laying it down uh, three with the Oakland Raiders. That's just Baker Mayfield was 17 cool. to 23 when he came in off the bench, uh, 201 yards. Um, didn't rush. I mean, he had two rushing attempts minus two yards. Finished yeah. with only nine fantasy points because the touchdowns uh, weren't there, which kind of ridiculous because he caught it. He caught that two point convert yeah. too, right? Yeah, it should have been worth more than that. I agree with you. Yeah, I know. He he had more of an impact on the game than a guy that only put up nine DK points, but. Exactly. Um, rookie quarterbacks generally struggle on their first start, especially on the road. Yet that's what people said about Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen going to Minnesota is going to be terrible. And the guy's jumping over yeah, people like terrible. he's uh, <laughs> he's Edwin Moses. Exactly, exactly buddy. That's why, uh, hey, that's why they play the games, right? So it's the calm before the storm right now. Wednesday night. Eh. Yeah, I wish there was some, you know, when, when are we going to start with those, um, give me those Mac games, you know, give me some of those uh, degenerate special college Action? football games, yeah. Yeah, don't well, worry, Gabe, 
Hockey's right around the corner next That's week. A true. couple weeks after that, NBA. Trust me, you're gonna, soon we're going to be having like six lineups on DFS. Yeah, uh, next next DFS week at this hours. time too, the baseball playoffs have, have will, would have yeah, started. See? Things are ha- things are happening. It's just it's the calm before the storm. I, I agree with you. I think Mayfield and Trubisky are, are, are options if you really look want a cheap uh, quarterback. Somebody to look at. What about Mariota? Five thousand. Nah. Intriguing. Too low. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just worried about the injury. Even though I do think Tennessee yeah. hangs around, but the thing with Tennessee is they play low-scoring games. Yeah, they do. Could be an ugly game. Line up, block live. Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, I've been high. I, I told people coming into the year I was high on Williams. I took him. I took a gamble in the first week, actually. Listen, you don't. You don't take a guy seventh overall in the NFL draft, not to, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't take him seventh exactly. overall just to be another guy. <laughs> like, they expect him to be a star. That's why they drafted him seventh overall. As you mentioned, it can't, you know, the targets are growing right now. You know, it was five or six and a one, then two for two. The Buffalo game was kind of a weird game because they were up. But as you said, seven targets last week, the two touchdowns. That's what I expect from him as well. I, you know, I never expected Mike Williams to be a 10-target game guy or 14 targets, but he's going to be a playmaker. And he's going to, you know, I expected him to score touchdowns, and that, that's what he did at Clemson, and that's what he's done so far here with three three touchdowns in three games. No, I like him. And that's the thing, and you know the Chargers offense, Gabe. What do they do? Phillip Rivers, he chucks it around. Like, everybody gets a piece of the pie. Keenan Allen's going to get his. Mike Williams gets his. You talk about it. He's a big target with big hands. Uh, yeah, I, I just think things are even going to get better. They're in a great situation against the Niners with uh, C.J. Beathard going. I'll tell you, San Francisco going to be punt. They're going to be punting the ball a lot. The Chargers might be getting back some good defensive players pretty soon too. So uh, in that game against the Rams, even though they lost by 11, Gabe, they made some big. Uh, they had some really bad turnovers in that game. Eckler had a huge fumble. They made some mistakes uh, on fourth down. They were actually hanging around. They just uh, they were their own worst enemy. And I don't know what it is about the Chargers game. We talk about this every year. What is the deal with their kickers? Remember last year with the extra point? Like, it actually cost them a playoff spot. They did it again. They missed their opening extra point against uh, the Rams in that game. And they also had a punt block. Like, their special teams is not special. It's a problem. Uh, looking, uh, looking at the wide receiver position this week, Michael Thomas is the number one projected uh, wide receiver. He's also the most expensive. Odell Beckham. Is projected to be number two. He's also the second most expensive. And then you got Deion D-Hop. Maybe this is a game where, you know, D-Hop also, um, he was a limited participant at Wednesday's practice, but I expect, uh, I expect that he's going to play. Maybe this is a game in which um, he, you know, he has a massive game against against the Colts. You guys are talking about liking, liking the Texans in this spot. I just don't see it. I think the Colts are going to beat him. And uh, I think Bill O'Brien, you know, there's a good chance he gets fired. Uh, Mike Evans, I wouldn't want to mess with with against Chicago here. You got Devontae Adams against the Bills. A.J. Green, I'm going to keep our eye on this. I don't, I'm, I can't take the, I can't take the Bengals plus the points if A.J. Green doesn't play, Cam. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. He's got to play. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. You know, Hilton's interesting this year. And that the targets are massive. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, he's not catching all of them. I mean, five for 10 last week only. You want a little bit yeah. better than 50% ratio here. And he only finished with 10 DK points. But the week before, 21. The week before, 15. And I would just expect um, Luck and Hilton to start to get in the groove more and more as the season goes on. I'm just looking for some value here. Uh, every week, everyone loves Kenny Galladay all the time. I already put together a team, Gabe, but uh, this is just a this is a rough draft. 
a rough draft for my for my uh, team. I got Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Saquon Barkley is my running back. Chris Carson as my second running back. Look at my receivers, a killer. Allen Robinson, the guy's been Trubisky's favorite guy, 5,900. Odell Beckham Jr., 8,700. Mike Williams of the Chargers, 4,500. Tight end, Cincinnati's Tyler Eifert. Flex, Kenny Stills. Defense special teams, Dolphins. Yeah, we can't forget about Ryan Grant, who I actually liked a couple of weeks ago, I like too. Grant, yeah. Yeah, luck, luck is throwing him a lot, too. Yep. You're damn right he is. I like, I've always liked that guy. Um, or he's looking to him, at least now. 12, 12 DK points in, in the last game. Um, I like the Colts in this game. We got Ryan Grant, we got Corey Grant, and uh, Hakeem yeah. Grant. Grant, correct, Grant. Take a look at Hakeem Grant. Yeah, Hakeem Grant. Hakeem Grant, 21 points. Yeah. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, 80% of people never even heard of Hakeem Grant before. It sounds like Hakeem, it's like uh, glasses. Come down to Hakeem Optical for some lenses. Yeah. Hakeem Hakeem Optical, but it's J A instead of H A. You're right. Hakeem Grant, hey man, 21 points. The guy had two touchdowns last week. He gave, he's 3,900 bucks. Oh my God. That's cheap. The guy's actually, you know, like, he, even, like, look at his first game. His first game, he had 14.8. He had seven targets, five catches, 38 yards. He's still got 14.8 uh, DraftKings points. Like, his only bad game against the Jets is 5.2, but he's 3900 bucks. I have a feeling he's going to be owned a lot. Like, that's a perfect flex position guy, and nobody's afraid of New England's defense anymore. I think Galladay's a little overrated, personally. How much is he? In fantasy purpose. Everyone, oh, Galladay, Galladay. I get it. You know, he's good. Yet, is he that good? You know, that you, you know, that you, is, is he that you, oh, you need to have him? No. It's $6,500. Pretty pricey. Yeah, it is pricey. I get, there's a lot of guys. He's put up some nice numbers, cheaper. though. And yes. the one thing is it's about predicting the future, not what's going to happen in the past. And it does seem like he's morphing into Stafford's go-to guy more and more. I mean, he's just, he's so fast. He's open, right? You said it, man. Look at the targets. So we, we've had three games, Gabe, and the guys had uh, 28 targets in three games. That's insane. And the production's been consistently good. 21.4, 20.9, and 17.3. You said it. Like, that's production. 53 yards receiving, 89, 114, back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. You said it. Stafford's looking to him more, and he's also making plays, and he's also very dangerous because he'll score on those 40- and 50-yard bombs, right? The guy's a track star who plays football. He's fast. Uh, Brandon Cooks. I'm doing really well, actually, in season-long um, leagues. Me too. Because I've got Mahomes as my quarterback. Cooks is one of my wide receivers. Amen, brother. I actually yeah, took some chances and guys. went with my own opinion. That's the whole thing. And everyone always That's follows these too. rankings. No I one don't. no one was high on Brandon Cooks. I told people. You think they just gave this guy $84 million? Oh, I don't know, exactly. man. They have this guy and they have that guy and that guy. Cooks is fine. I said, well, evidently, they don't think those other guys are great because – NFL teams are cheap, and NFL teams don't give $84 million to a wide receiver unless they're thinking, you know what, we're going to feed the hell out of this guy. <laughs> like, we're well, going to throw Brandon Cooks to football. It's like Mike Williams. You don't draft a guy seventh overall. I'll throw out all the projections and all that other crap. I'll just tell you, you don't draft a guy seventh overall not to throw him the ball, right? Like, you know, it's common sense with some of these guys. So it always freaked me out when people are like, oh, Brandon Cooks, no, no, he's – you know, you got Woods, you got Cup. I said, yeah, yeah. They gave this guy $53 million guaranteed not to throw him the damn ball, as if. And we see they throw him the ball. The only problem is Cooks gets open all the time, and he gets pass interfered with all the time. I it know, just happens I like know. a few times a game with him, it seems, where he's wide open and the guy just tackles him instead, right? Marenzi, we don't need me, you, and Lionel Hutz to walk into a court of law. Take a look at New England with and without Brandon Cooks, and you tell me what kind of player he is. He was the only guy on that pattern that when Brady went through, Brady couldn't even get there because his arm's not strong enough, and he did get dragged down and pass interfered with. We watch every damn game. You see what kind of playmaker he is. Like, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand why people shit on Brandon Cooks. He's a damn good receiver. And, and I'll tell you one thing. When I look at New England play, they're missing him big time. Yeah, they don't, don't have the that deep threat. <laughs> Philip Dorsett, give me a break. But that's they why. Don't have, they, they don't have that guy now. That's like, why they have Josh Gordon coming in right now. Josh yeah, Gordon well, actually but, might but, play this week, too. Uh, he might. He, and the thing is, Josh Gordon still has a lot to prove, Gabe. Brandon Cooks is a proven commodity. Oh, I we agree. Don't know what we're gonna get. We're, we're not, we don't know what we're going to get with Gordon, right? So but Josh Gordon's a head case. Cooks. 
I wish him the best. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I, I wish I'm him not criticizing him. him I'm just saying he no. is. Like, no, but he's you know? yeah. Like you've been a you. You're got you, the God gift uh, given talents that you have there, and you've missed like consecutive seasons and games. Like you just take a look at how many games he's missed compared to play. It's 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 shocking and sad because he is amazing when he plays. We'll see what happens. Bill Belichick thinks he, yeah, it's what you talked about earlier. The guy thinks he's uh, Houdini. Thing he is, exactly. The thing turn, is, too. Turn shit into chicken salad. Like but Gronkowski is slower now, Cam, if you notice. I know. But Gronkowski slower. used to be a beast because it was like, man, this guy's big and he's fast and he gets open. Yeah. He's not as fast anymore. He's been injured a lot. And another thing is other teams, other teams know that no one else is really great. So they really are just double teaming him now. Like you saw the other night, they basically just did like uh, like punt coverage on him. They just had two guys. They bumped him. Gronk got frustrated, taken out of the play, yep. and no one else would get open. And it was rinse and repeat. You know, Gronk is having a little bit of a problem it's just separating, and the fact that he doesn't have a lot of help compounds it and makes it worse. I'm not in love with Gronk here. I see that, you know, he's projected, ooh, to be second and stuff, but I'm, I'm not in love with this here, with, with Gronk. Um, against Miami. Another thing, though, is deceptive, and we're going to have Mark Lawrence on a little bit later on tonight on Sports Rage Against the Machine, is that there's a conception, and even I, you and I talked about it, where it's like, oh, yeah, Miami always play the Patriots tough. They actually don't in Foxborough. Like, they get killed in Foxborough often. But I still like them. I just don't think, I don't think the Patriots are that good. Maybe it's unbiased because I hate them, but no, they're not that not, good. They don't get a pass rush. They don't really. Ha- they don't have a breakaway wide receiver. Uh, Rex Burkhead's now on the on the injured reserve. They just they they don't have that much talent, quite frankly, Ken. No, not just that. And also, it's kind of like a fighter, Gabe. Right now, and everyone knows the Patriots' Achilles heel. You get to them earlier in the year. Usually, the Dolphins played these guys not this early in the year, and it's kind of a bad spot. This sets up perfectly for them. New England's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks for Gordon to figure it out, for the Patriots to get guys back, to get acclimated uh, with that offense and try to improve. I think they're going to get better, but I still don't think they're going to be the dominant Patriots we've seen in past years. This is a perfect ripe situation for Miami when they got beat down by your big brother. It's kind of like sticking up for yourself now, right? The Patriots are the bully in the schoolyard. They're slapping them around, throwing sand in their face. Now it's time for the Dolphins to be the kid to punch the bully back when Nelson Muntz needs to take a couple shots, right? When Bart accidentally beat them up. You know, that's, that's the Dolphins right now. Remember that? Ah, you made me bleed. You made me bleed. Well, that's the thing. You're never going to catch these guys at a better time, too. So the Dolphins better know how important this situation is because I hate to say it, come week 10 and 11, you know the Patriots tend to go on a run. They're, they're notorious slow starters. But uh, I still don't think they're as good as they are, but they're going to get better. Dolphins have to take care of business immediately this week, get a W. Yeah, if they Great can. Opportunity. Great opportunity. Yeah, if they if they can. Beat this beat down. I think they can, but I I'm scared though too, Gabe. Like I haven't rushed to the window to, or click that button. Like that's the thing. I see six and a half, but I, I've read this movie before. We've been burned by it. It's like ah, oh, the damn Patriots. They they just found a way. Brady played his ass off, but you're never gonna get a Patriots team looking this bad and having so many holes. So yeah, the time is now. It's unbelievable that we're going to be a quarter, quarter way through the NFL season already. Yeah, we get buys, we get buys coming up, man. Like this is, a, yeah, it's, it's like we just started doing this thing, and we're going to be going into week five. It's like, okay, it's uh, time flies. Well, I, you know, we almost know, we almost know though that the Dolphins aren't going to win a game. It's almost like I'm, I'm willing them. I want them to. I know. Because them winning would just really, really throw everything into chaos if they they actually did go four and zero. And the Pats were one and three, and you know, imagine the Bills were two and two. Like, one of these years is going to happen. And look, we're in a surprise realm right now. I mean, Cleveland's playing well. Detroit just beat up the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. I find about this week in the NFL that there's almost like an assumption that, well, yeah, the Patriots are struggling, but still, they should be seven point favorites. So the Packers should be nine and a half point favorites. I'm just not seeing it. These teams haven't shown me enough to be this big of favorites. Yeah, they're relying on reputation, not true form. Especially, especially the Patriots. The Packers can still, I've seen glimpses of it where, you know, they, they've looked good for a bit. The Patriots, on the other hand, uh, that especially that Detroit game, like, it was awful. Like, that, I was watching going, wow, this is so fun, watching them go three and out, and Tom Brady gets time, can't find anybody. It was just crazy, Gabe. Like, 
I wish I had the, uh, the, the kahunas to bet the Detroit on the money line, but just uh, betting against the Patriots in years past, they always found a way. But, uh, hey, man, I, I still think Miami can cover. Winning outright, it'll be it'll be very tough for them. But, uh, you know, six and a half is a lot of points. Well, speaking of betting, uh, what are you going to be betting on tonight? you going to be betting some baseball? Yeah, Marenti went okay last night. Not great. Oakland. Really I went two and uh, one. Help. Yeah, hey, but you, you know what? What's the what's the motto with me and Visine Vince? Plus money at the end of the day. That's how you get things done. Yeah, Marenzi, I got three games for you tonight. I like uh, the Angels. It's a little bit of juice. It's uh, 65, 70 cents, but it's a complete mismatch, uh, pitching mismatch, and they're they're playing better ball. And I have two small dogs for you tonight. I'm taking your Oakland A's and going back to them with Edwin Jackson at yeah. plus 105. And I think the San Diego Padres are in a good position. You want to talk about a bad baseball team in the Giants who don't care? San Diego actually has a, a pitching advantage tonight. I think they're going to get it done. Two small dogs and the Angels tonight. That's all I'm betting on the baseball card. Maybe some live betting if a, a, a team I like is down and the number's big enough. Yeah, I'm going to go light. Um, I'm going to go light on the baseball. For football tomorrow. Big games tomorrow, man. We got that Vikings game. We want to do go straight up there. The teasers. Big weekend of football, college. We, we're still betting baseball. We just can't blow our brains out and bet, you know, 10 games and have a crazy night. Like, uh, I hate that feeling when things go sour when you bet too many baseball games. No, I can't wait. I uh, can't wait for the baseball playoffs. Yeah, well, baseball playoffs are the best. I know I love the baseball playoffs, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, season over with. Yeah, no, that's going to that's gonna be off the hook. Baseball playoffs next week, NBA around the corner. Great, great, uh, great time of the year. Now, tonight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, you know, to go back. We were on the A's last night, and it's rare that they blow leads, and you know the way it went down. But it is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the A's minus one ten, and uh, we were talking about Zach Greinke's struggles and Stripling struggle a little bit, but Stripling's not pitching as bad. He's just having good luck. Uh, I think the Dodgers sort of put the final nail here in in, in the D-backs, and and the Dodgers uh, step up and get this done tonight at minus one twenty against Greinke. Yeah, I, I think I like the I, I like the Dodgers as well tonight. There's a couple games that I'm going to be looking at, but the, those are the main ones I'm going to go on. I think we get a really good price with Oakland tonight, Gabe, with Edwin Jackson. You know, Seattle was lucky they came back in that game. And I'll tell you something, Felix Hernandez, the fantasy guys will tell you that, the numbers nerds will tell you that. It's a big, big problem right now. Oakland might, uh, they might hit him pretty hard tonight. The DeGrom minus 170 this evening. Newcomb struggled uh, a little bit. Thing with Newcomb's weird though. Newcomb's one of these guys. It's, it's not really weird. We saw the same thing with Tehran uh, before. Tehran, um, they struggle in this park. Their pitchers, like Newcomb, actually pitches well on the road, but he struggles at home. Yeah. And you know, you and I both said I don't expect much from the Braves in the playoffs. It's been a hell of a year for them, but I think they're going to get bounced. Um, so yeah, just two two small baseball picks tonight. We'll go with Edwin Jackson, as crazy as this sounds. Four and zero in the month of September. Six and one, the Athletics uh, in the last uh, seven road games. Edwin Jackson started, and we talked about Zach Greinke's struggles. So we'll take the Dodgers here this evening, minus one ten and uh, minus one twenty, respectively. A's minus one ten, Dodgers minus one twenty. Tomorrow we'll jump in football, baby. Thursday night football and a really good one. Vikings and Rams. Scout Radio coming up next for Cam Stewart. I'm Gabriel Renzi. Other than that, you're on your own later.